Welcome back for another exciting episode of Howard Stern News and Comment Upon the News. And here are your hosts, Commodore and Blue Jay. Well, good morning, Blue Jay. Uh, That was just one good morning. Do you want me to do it 58 more times to make it I, I mean, relevant? I don't know. What, what's the over-under? Uh, I imagine one. I just Okay, think. all right. Well, now, <laughs> okay. I guess I ruined that whole bit now. But, uh, <laughs> oh, you know. well. That's what you get for um, any sort of pre-show talk. So, anyway, I thought it was an interesting week. Uh, one of my favorite interviews in quite some time. Big fan I, of Joe Satriani. I yes. I wow. Yeah. No, that was I mean, for once there was like a real announcement and a big surprise for a lot of people. Yeah. I've got a um shout out um our friend of the show, uh Mark Striegel, who has his show on Ozzy's Boneyard nice. and Hair Nation. Um and I must admit, as a uh, person here in the Pacific Northwest, I don't listen live, but um, not that it ruined or spoiled it for me. But um, I saw some of Mark's social media posts about um, Howard as it was going down nice. and this thing with Sammy and Joe Satriani. And it made me psyched up to listen to Howard that day. Um, and Mark, who is certainly a hell of a guitar player, remarking about Eddie and the songs and um, and Joe, t- Joe's take on it. And uh, yeah, it, it got me excited. And like you, Commodore, I I found it reminiscent of some of like the older days of Howard. I yes. mean, not not that distant, but like where there's like news making kind of things that happen and then like you know just this kind of like wow we're able to witness this i mean the whole thing with like oh we've never played this before yeah that and was very like cool. you know oh let play cashmere <laughs> yeah and then you know jason bonham saying well you gotta know the ocean how's what's that one oh yeah bah, 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 da, da. and then they yeah. start playing it it's I mean, that was great. It was, I just, yeah, and, I, I, I thoroughly enjoy. I listened to that more than once because I just, I loved, I loved the the way that the music was just so seamless with the interview, and yeah. uh, and it was just two guy I, I, rock lovers, just like you know, basking in in uh, the glory of it, celebrating Eddie, welcoming Alex in, and I did not realize that that Alex has uh, never played with uh, any other guitarist except for his brother. That was weird. And that story was very... I mean, I would guess he's played with somebody, but I mean, not... Well, Sammy's story about how he was trying to play a song with him or like do some stuff before Ed got there. And it was like both of them, they just couldn't connect. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but... I mean, I think to a certain extent, those two guys... I mean, ultra competitive, right? Yeah, and, true. Um, Alex was the, they were both playing the drums. Right. And then 
and Eddie just wasn't as good. And uh, and then, you know, Eddie pulls out and gets on the guitar. And then, you know, Alex, I'm sure, you know, it's yeah, I think they pushed each other. And I'm yeah, sure and like it- Sammy trying to play with Alex was like, you know, all right, bring your bring your Alex game. Right. Yeah. But, it, you know, I'm sure it feeds on itself. That's true. But uh, also hearing uh, Jason Bottom talk about how he was such an Alex Van Halen drummer fan and that he didn't realize till later on about how uh, John Bottom was Alex's, you know, mm-hmm. the guy that, that influenced him a lot. So and the fact that if Alex would come and play, he would gladly just get up, move over to the side and just revel in it. And that just shows me. That the idea of this band together, which is let's just put on a fucking kick ass rock show every night, whoever, yeah. however that takes. And and you just don't see that or you don't hear of those kinds of things happening as much anymore. Sure. You know, or with the, well, with the type of talent that, that you're looking at here. Well, they're a bunch of old dudes, though. That's the other thing to remember. Right. Sure. I mean, yeah. they, they're six. Yeah. They're in their, um, you know, twilight of their lives. And uh, they are, uh, I mean, what uh, I, I don't think Sammy's got anything to prove, right? He's no. just, he's just um, out there having fun, wanting to have fun, wanting to give the fans what they need and want. Yeah. And pay tribute to his legacy and the legacy of Eddie. And, um, but, you know, let me ask you, Commodore, do you think Dave or Alex are ever going to show up and do this? I would never say never, but I would say of the two, I would imagine David would probably be the more likely to do it. I think the person that's more likely than the two of them is Wolfgang. Well, yeah, true. I could see Wolfie showing up and, you know, like and and that's the thing. There's like inroads with Wolfie, with Joe or with, um, you know, whoever, even with Michael Anthony. Yes. Even, um, you know. And Sammy, like those guys knew him when he was a kid, you know? True. So um, I don't know. I think it's very unlikely that any of those guys show up, but I wouldn't be surprised, you know, maybe they can LA show or something. One of those guys shows up. Who knows? Um, One one thing that I, that uh, I was surprised that Howard didn't pick up on, was that when uh, Sammy talked about how he came up with the lyrics for the best of both worlds, which was a great story, by the way, uh, all the story. I mean, uh, but this one relates to then his interview with Dolly Parton, who said that she used lipstick and eye mascara to write down her thoughts. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what Sammy did. What Sammy did. When, when, he, when he got out of the shower and just like wrote it and uh, the lipstick broke and he grabbed an eye, uh, mascara. You know, yeah. I was just surprised that he didn't make that connection. I was I was waiting for it. Well, yeah. You know, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I would imagine that Howard, after that, uh, Sammy interview, which was right. huge, and then he talked right. to him at night too, right? Yeah, so. and then you know, I think with with the next day, you know, within twenty four hours, right? He's got Dolly on there. He's was probably just trying to singularly focus on Dolly, who <laughs> at no point did he mention her breasts. 
Mm, what about the guy who was the breast wrangler that had to come in and, and put the mesh over it? Oh, I just like, I just, part. yeah. He's, he it? said that, which was funny, which he, I guess he's not keeping up with Snoop news, but Snoop Dogg has decided to stop smoke. He, I guess that was a big announcement of his this week. Snoop Dogg no is no, smoking weed. Nope. But, oh. uh, um, well, according to that announcement, but, um, yeah, uh, he was like, yeah, that that job of being Dolly's breast wrangler uh, is like uh, Snoop's uh, uh, sp- spliff, spliff or, um, guy. OK, yeah. now I kind of remember. But I mean, like he talked about her appearance and he talked about her attractiveness. He said also but, that in the book re- that there's going to be a picture of, of I mean, and then he did. And she did at one point say that she was gifted and, you know, you know, whatever. And uh, so, I mean, I don't know. I was just waiting for a moment for him to talk about, like, the magnificence of her breasts. And, yeah. And his, like, you know, whatever. Yeah, but didn't. they never, never did. Oh, I mean, right. He talked about plastic surgery. He talked about her appearance and how attractive she is. Yes. Um, and how she looks great now and how she is the best plastic surgeons around. And, um, you know, when she was young, how, you know, young and attractive she was and all that stuff. But uh, and the advancements of men and, and like, or adva- you know, but, I thought, men, but not yeah, when really, she when not she was specifically young on the breast thing. Well, you made it. I thought that when she was young going to school, like, did she have I mean, was she developed? He said, I mean, but you're right. He never he never said like anything about ask her her bra size or how it changed. She didn't ask anything about. But he said he would have helped her if her with that breast mount. He said it was a wardrobe. She said it was a wardrobe malfunction. He said if she would have been here, I would have helped her with that. So, well, yeah, of course. I mean, but, <laughs> you know, Howard's a gentleman like that. Yes, but I, I mean, look, look, he he I'm just saying Dolly Parton is I mean, look, the first if we were playing the family feud sure. and it would be like, you know, top six things about Dolly Parton. Yeah. Number one. Number one. Ding, 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 ding. Her boobs or yes. whatever. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's what is. Yeah, I mean, one of the look, one of the first jokes I ever wrong. Don't get me wrong. Go ahead. Go ahead. One of the first jokes I ever ever saw or I ever heard that I laughed about was I might have been in second or third grade. Somebody said to me, Have you seen Dolly Parton's new shoes? And then I'd be like, No. And they'd say, Neither is she. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Well, dude. And, and there was just, some calculator game too with her boobies, like that you could put in numbers and it would come up boobies. I don't know. Anyway, eight, yes, zero right. zero eight is yeah. boobs. <laughs> it was yeah. one three five two uh, boobies. Yeah, eight <laughs> boobies. Yes. Uh, uh, anyways, yeah, uh, we're digressing. Look, but you know I, where I sit. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like her. The boobs are a topic and they were not brought up really at all. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I she is an incredible singer, an incredible songwriter. Right. Uh, I am not detracting from that whatsoever. But that is a thing about 
Dolly that everyone knows and, and is, you know, I'm sorry to say, but that's what she's most famous for. That's why she was on Carson all those times. Exactly. I mean, sorry. I mean, I don't, I just know that he was always a boob man, Carson. And uh, did he would always have those. And then she came out and wrote that song for him. And so, like I said, that's why, that's where I remembered her from before. Really, well, um, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying that's her. Howard, did, anyways, Howard didn't touch that topic no, at didn't. all. But no. no, it was a great interview. I mean, I think overall he did. You know, he did not. Uh, he did not disappoint with his Dolly interview. I think he got in. I mean, it's it was one of those. It was a real contrast, I'd say, from the last from the interview with Sammy where it was more like bros hanging out and like, Hey, play this with, with Dolly. It was more about her childhood and very much and like growing up and her struggles and like how she was able to do what she's done. And I don't want to get too deep into this, but I want to prognosticate and I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe it's already out there, but, um, I think there might be a little backlash with some of her comments. Hmm. Uh, specifically talking about um, dealing with men, dealing with men in the industry. Huh. What was the Steve Harvey thing? Where she said that she looks like a woman, but thinks like a man. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, yes, well, kind of related to that, but there were some yeah. specific things where, um, I mean, I'll just touch upon it again. I don't want to have a, big deep discussion about this but i think there were moments where howard was like you know you you must have been having to deal with these men and you experienced you know what kind of thing and and basically she was like well i'm a tough lady and i have brothers and i know how to handle men and i know how to do this and um I think there could be some kind of blame the victim type. Yeah, I I think there could be some backlash. I'm not going to go and I'm not saying that Dolly's not a tough lady and I'm not saying anything, you know, negative towards her. But I think there are some people who might uh, take offense. But yeah. All right. Barbara, Barbara Walters. God rest her soul. (laughs) Barbara Walters. Jeez. Uh, Anyways. Moving on, what what else happened this week, Commodore? What what was of interest to you? Well, I I thought that it was nice to have Richard in for a little seg segment, especially uh, bringing in the country life type of uh, understanding with the chickens uh, getting all when the cop car pulls in the driveway and the dogs and and uh, how is uh, the 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 tradeo arrest that almost occurred uh, for his uh, actions with his friends. How did did Richard not know? First off, I mean, that's how podunk wherever Richard is, is the cops show up because a kid's prank call in the radio station. Well, it sounds like it was an extended (laughs) affair. I I mean, because there was the Fredo that was trying to get with the one girl and it, and it turned out to be someone who was, uh, related so obviously she they were concerned about it was probably like this spree because he he brought up 
how there was just you know not the ones who jerked off in the tub together, but but he had one, he had the he had the what were they called the the tradio something bandits the tradio yeah, bandits. bandits yeah <laughs> so so anyway he uh he almost got his comeuppance but yeah well I mean Richard how about dialing a little star six seven man you know well, I don't know if they had that. Uh, they've had that for a really long time. I mean, well, we we lived in the place where Verizon started. Man, I, I mean, you know, the Northeast was first on a lot of things. Well, no, you you weren't allowed to have caller ID. I can I can tell you this as someone who worked in telephony uh, that legally you're not allowed in your carrier is not allowed to offer caller ID unless there was a way to block caller ID. And so there, they, they wouldn't have been able to get his number. Ah, if there wasn't a way. Oh, so that's a star six, seven. Okay. Star six, seven, just like star right. 69. Right. Well, call you back. Yeah. Star six, seven before you dial will block caller ID. At least it used to. I don't know. Yeah. Gotta be careful. There's lots of different ones too. Um I could tell a story, but I'm not going to on the, today's show. But um because I do Commodore, you do know about my my history. Yes, of, I do. I was of, gonna ask, is that where all of these codes, you know Yes, that's where I I would call into a show in Baltimore that was called Oh wow! Now I'm revealing. Maybe yeah. someone will from there will find out who yeah. I am. They're going to be like, "Oh, it's that Blue Jay." Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, back in the wow, the late '90s, early 2000s, almost mainly late '90s, I would um, call up Baltimore's radio, which was called Radio Flea Market. Yes, and uh, there are several oh, WBAL 1090. Is that what? Oh, okay. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. And uh, yeah, and so that that uh, I did have to use the utilize the star six seven, and uh, you know, just this here. I'm gonna just give you a short one that was hilarious. Is um, so those star six seven things. It they were one of like the very late calls. One of the probably the last ones I ever did. I was actually back in Baltimore visiting. And it was like 630 in the morning. I was uh, hammered and I don't know what, trying to get to where I don't allow drunk people on the radio. Uh, Exactly. But, you know, anyways, I uh, uh, my younger, you know, very less competent days, but quite much more competent with uh, phony phone calls. And I uh, uh, was dialing and driving at the same time because the oh, show boy. was on live, right? And so I'm trying to dial star six seven. And at some point, and this was because I had Verizon at that point, there was some thing I pressed instead of star six seven, and I didn't realize. And I called and got through, got on the air. They got pissed off. And the next thing I know, my phone is not ringing, but I'm getting these voicemails. And I was like, what, what the, and I don't know what was going on or something was happening. And so then um, I called up Verizon somehow, the operator. I'm like, yeah, I don't think my phone's working. Then what I had done by accident, B, 
because the Verizon lady called my phone. Instead of star six, seven, I had forwarded my calls to that radio station. So they were trying to call me back and like yell at me, but they were calling themselves. That's awesome. I, and and she literally she's like, yeah, I don't know how this happened, but your your number is forwarded to a radio station. <laughs> it's like, oh, OK, yeah. Can you turn that off? All right. Great. Thanks. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. But uh, yeah, anyways, that's as close as I ever got to getting caught. But um, uh, yeah, Richard, Whatever come on, is. man. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the but it was nice. I I did like hearing the history of his tradio calls. Um, did I did find that quite funny? Um, and I guess uh, during that or prefacing that with the phony phone call, Howard did say that a new flirty Gary is in the works. Yeah, so I don't even you you remember all these little details that fly by. I, well, I totally forget calls. That. Yeah, I know that's that is up your alley. But so what is what's the tease on the new flirty Gary? Well, just that some uh somebody called in and asked whether or not Gary does those impromptu without any writing, as if that I mean, that's almost a bobo question, right? Yeah. Exactly. And they're like, no, it takes a village. And by the way, we have a new one that's being prepped right now. And you'll hear it. I guess when Bradley Cooper is on, you know, same day. Who knows? I will congratulate you, Commodore. If we listen to last week's show, there is a discussion of future guests. Right. I, you and I had a consensus on Paul, Paul Giamatti, Giamatti, which, uh, which still I, I hope. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think it's not as big of an announcement as true. Bradley Cooper. Right. So it, it's possible, you know, that before the break, uh, we get Paul Giamatti. I think I, I would think that Giamatti would want to do it before Christmas. Right. Sure. Um, and um, but I want to just, you know, acknowledge Thank that you. you correctly said that Bradley Cooper was going to be coming on. And I kind of said, no, I bet he will, but it's not going to be until the new year because of the Oscars and all that. Well, lo and behold, I stand corrected. Yes, you do. And, um, and Commodore, you are correct, as you usually are with predicting the schedules of Howard. And here you have. Uh, shown that you can predict the booker booking as well, which just, you know, and you're going to love this. It just shows your mental connection with Baba Baba Bowie. That's that was the one I I actually contemplated that, too. So about how, yes, I uh, the Bowie and I uh, seem to have. Similar. Maybe um, that's why you get annoyed with him so man, much. You know? I get, yeah. Who else are you annoyed most with but yourself? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Bowie. you and I walking on the star of fame, like in, in Los Angeles, I can imagine <sighs> making the same types of mistakes. So, yes, I guess I would. 
Really? Yeah. I don't no know. way. But we're I would do it gonna, with you, but I was not going to make up. Chick. We're going to make up chick. stuff, dude. No, I would with some chick, like some some uh, chick that's, you know, that I meet at a bar or something like that, who who's really into Hollywood and maybe from Spain or Germany. And we decided to take a walk down the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I might make shit up about certain names. I would. I think I would. Okay. But Gary did it with uh, Chris yeah, Wildly. Yeah. That's true. I, I'm just trying to say that but uh, you've got some elaborate fantasy with a woman from a strange European country. Well, no, it's like somehow sunset, really like interesting. Before sunset, you know, one of those. Types okay. Of yeah. Before sunrise. Right. Sunrise. Uh, thank you. After well, I don't I would just say to you, um, you know, uh, as someone who spent a little bit more time in L.A., um, with some stranger walking on Hollywood Boulevard there. I don't know. First off, you might not. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, Commodore. That might be up your alley, actually. But, uh, you know, uh, one thing I would just say, though, is the people there actually know who those people are. That's true. You're There's right. a reason why they're there. Absolutely. Right? So, uh, so uh, the other thing that happened on Monday was I thought – an interesting thing with the Juggalos, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not into the Juggalos and what I don't know their names. I'm into the Juggalo murders. <laughs> <laughs> What's the craziest thing you've ever seen? Oh, what What is it called? Juggalo Fest or Juggalo? Yeah. No, meet it gathering. Gathering of the Juggalos. Uh, yes. The, so uh, what is the craziest thing you've seen at the gathering? Oh, I've seen a pe- person killed. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What? Why? Well, yeah. How so, many times have you seen that? Oh, every year. It's just like, and I guess I guess the new thing that they have to keep people having are megaphones, like the 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 juggle juggalette or whatever of the of the year, and they're trying. <laughs> you mean the one uh, with the face tattoos and the. Uh, the whole uh you got a small cock. You got a small cock. <laughs> I well, love Howard. Howard had just a throwaway line. He's just like, Yeah, I think this lady can can see through my underwear. <laughs> no, but I was I was talking about like there's there a guy somebody was trying to do their talent or whatever, and they were just like, show us your tits or whatever with the uh with the the, oh. the megaphone or oh, the right. megaphones yeah. that they were using to drown her out, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or the one I did th- find it hilarious. I mean, I just like this is one of those ones I will give Wolfie props because I wouldn't show up there with a freaking flak jacket, man. I just, I mean, yeah. with like, I don't, with True. like armed guards and a flak jacket, I would not show up at the meeting of the jugglers. But Wolfie goes over there. I mean, that whole where the, the whatever we the performer is, is like, stop throwing stuff or we're going to stop. And then they just start throwing all the stuff. Throwing more stuff. Like, what a moron. This is a person who's, I mean, sure, you got booked to perform, but you should at least know what, where you're at, dude, if you can show up. Jesus. So the, and then the other performers were like, oh, we, you, uh, no, we didn't mean that, actually. Yeah, yeah I, but the thing that I took away from it, though, was at the end, 
there was this very mending fence kind of exchange, a heartfelt kind of J.D. Harmeyer and Wolfie worked on this together. And there was a thank you back and forth that seemed genuine. It wasn't really talked about, but they've had their problems, especially when Wolfie did a you know a day embedded with uh, J.D. I think he's been pissed at him ever since. Yeah. So. I, he I mean, well, Wolfie. Yeah, I think also the tension with Wolfie and JD is also tied into the tension with Wolfie and Ronnie. Um right because JD and Ronnie are so tight, but now I, I don't even know if that might be a thing now where maybe Ronnie and JD aren't as tight as, anymore. Sure. Yeah, well, getting lied to like that. Yeah. So, um yeah. the other thing is the the presence of of Megan will not leave the specter of the show. You and really dislike Megan. I just well, well, yeah. who who's worse for you? Um, would you rather have ten minutes of the show with Megan or ten minutes of Debbie the Come Lady? Ah, dude, that's like oof. okay. Let me Debbie throw another come- one. Uh, okay, you have those two or the Kielbasa Queen. I don't mind. I mean, the Kielbasa Queen was actually on, not maybe in the spring or whatever they talked about her. She's got health issues and stuff like that. I I don't. I mean, she was. She didn't try to. She didn't try to uh, corral the show into bits and doing stuff, you know. And and it really showed uh, Megan's like conniving nature. When they did that game about which whack packer would you bang? Conniving nature? Okay. Yeah. Because she said she, with one of the whack packers, she said, I really don't connect to his bits. Like, as if she is angling the fact that if she doesn't connect with one of these guys, that she can't, it, it won't be funny to her. Or it's not like she, she's, she's, not, she's acting like, she's acting like a producer instead of just, you know. Well, I don't. I guess I don't really remember that. Segment. I do. Well, but uh, well, let's do a little rundown of the whack pack fucking Megan uh, game that was played. That one, one, one a collar, one hundred fifty nine or hundred was one hundred fifty nine private parts. Uh, uh, oh, I do remember cards. that part. That like all the different things and the 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 attachments no, to the. The, the Sibian. No, that was that was for the other guy. That was from the other guy that called on Monday. Uh, I forget his name. Yeah, it was whatever. It was yeah. some guy who told Howard that he don't go off the air, man. And and as far as I know, he's 2025. He's signed a five year contract in 2020. So anyway. Well, we've got some time. Exactly. Um, well, I don't remember. So if you want to give me the quiz, I know this is a bit that you you could like to carry out. And then I think it goes over well. Um, so uh, let's see. I, the one I do. I'm going to tell you when it comes up. I'll tell you the one I do remember. OK, so it started off with uh, it the, the guy from the woodsman from Vermont. It is. Yes, that's the one I remember. remember. Yeah, that despite his, you know, hugeness or whatever, that it was too much. She didn't want to handle as also, yeah, yeah, the hygiene thing. And then that I think is a big clue 
now I'm going to play the game because now she's got some hygiene. And then yeah. also that's the way Robin used she to doesn't think. like the bits too. Now you gave me that clue. So I'm going to play. Okay. I'm going to play now. Okay. okay. Gary, the conqueror. Yes. And that's right. She said, yes. I mean, he's, he's a whack, a true whack packer. Yes. But Robin good. did interject that she, she felt that, and she has some connection with Megan. She's like, she might have to get some notice to, for uh, that like he can actually understand. Yeah. Well, whoa, 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 whoa! Say that part again. The notice that he can understand. Yeah. Oh, that oh, oh that, that, that it has to be. Yes. yes. That it's consensual. Yeah. Consensual. consensual. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. I Martha. think Gary would be in. I think Gary would be very excited. Yeah. There was hey, actually some. There was some guy last week or this week who tried to do AR Gary or whatever. I think that was last week. Uh, from oh, Tennessee. AR, that's right. <laughs> so, AR Gary. <laughs> this is AR Gary. <laughs> that's right. AR. I remember that took me a minute. I was like, AR. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Howard thought that was funny, but the guy's impersonation was not very good. Okay, next up on the list, one of my favorite whack packers, Mark the Bagger. Ooh. Oh. See, now I'm trying to remember because does he other than the carpet, does he have some sort of hygiene issues? I don't know. He has his uh, own place. That was one of got, the things. And he's got running. a job and yeah. he's not he doesn't really have the caller who was playing the game said that the reason why he said that, no, she wouldn't have sex with him was because of the way he freaked out with the Nikki Glazer thing in the car with the five nah, for five. Come on, Megan. That's not a good reason. Uh, oh, no, but, but that's I, what that's what the guy thought. Not what. Megan. OK, I don't I think that guy's wrong. I think that she would do Mark the Becker because he's supposed to be well endowed or something, too, oh. isn't he? Yeah, he supposedly said all that. Of those, all of the, you know, what, what the whack, the whack the, pack has above the, average size. Yes, they do. They're freaks. Yeah. I know. Ask Napkin Ed said that his, yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know if I believe. I don't, yeah. Well, he's got it. He's coming up Ask, next. Now. Oh, is he? Well, yeah, okay. he's coming up next. Well, well, Mark the Bagger was a solid no from Megan. Whoa. And that was the bit thing. Like, she hasn't heard enough bits of his and she doesn't think he's funny or whatever. So I don't think, I don't know how much she listens to the show. She didn't know. She said yes. the bits. She doesn't yes. know who he is. She's like, I don't know. I'm not really familiar with his bits. And I'm thinking, Jesus, he's Whoa. probably. Oh, yeah. So kinda... she's just a, she's a whack pack star fucker. I don't know. That's, that's what, what she saying. is. That's what that that's what I'm saying. She's wow. trying to be like a producer. Wow, I feel you know what's weird now, Dor, is like for a moment there, I felt bad for Mark. <laughs> I did too. But I didn't I mean, feel I would, bad for I didn't feel bad bad for Mark from Vermont, but I felt bad for Mark the bagger. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, okay. I know that sucks because the guy's got a job. He goes out. He's got a book coming out. He's got things going, and he's he's got he was the first five. This is a freaking pamphlet. Man. I know. <laughs> Okay, wow. So, well, okay. Yeah, Megan. Wow, you're yeah. you're definitely going down in my estimation. Uh, yeah. Righty. 
So uh, ask Napkin Ed. I don't need to really. Okay. No, that's a no. Right. Because he's got ass worms or whatever. Yes. Uh, Jeff, the vomit guy. Uh, No, because there's a vomit thing. So that's a no. And the last one, which was uh, kind of the piece de resistance of the backpackers, was Beetlegeist, Beetlejuice. Oh, definitely. Exactly. Definitely. Exactly. I mean, he's the Once king. Once you get that mentality about the bits and everything. and Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. No, she I was mean, like any she'd be day. Begging she was like twice it. on Sunday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. you know. Lester. That's yeah. her Elvis. You it know? is. That's, that's, yeah. And they yeah. keep playing. They keep playing uh, the sound of uh medicated peak coming and it's just oh god that's so I can't disgusting reach for the radio quick yeah, enough I, just, uh, <laughs> I mean what is that i can't understand i will say i've now that i've heard it multiple times i mean yes i each time it shocks me i i Ugh. like wait is that her no no that's him like no and then i'm like it's so bizarre the- and the way she's like afterwards Oh, you came for I was just so funny. I mean, dude, you know what? It actually to call back on uh, uh several uh, episodes of our show ago remarking about Howard saying to a caller like, "No, I don't moan during sex. I don't yeah. do that." I mean, that's a moment where I kind of like was like, Jeez. "Okay, yeah, I get, get it." <laughs> I mean, uh or uh, I don't know. That's now on tape, so we got that. We got so, what? On tape? What? Huh? That's on tape now. We got that what, on what? tape. We What's got on tape. Medicated Pete on tape. Ah, ah I, okay. I thought you were saying something about Any, me saying something. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Do um, do you have any uh, reflections or thoughts about the week that I didn't bring up? Uh was there anything that I missed? I mean, to me, this was the Sammy Hagar week. It's kind of what it was. We had we touched upon the Megan thing. Well, the Megan thing came out of the discussion oh, with right. high pitch, right? Yeah, which is yeah. And um, uh, so now like Megan's husband is gonna be there or something. What's no, going that's on? just a joke. And uh, first day is going to be Debbie. Second day is going to be Megan or first. Whatever. Just, ugh. Uh, yeah. So they're going to tag team, go back and forth. I don't understand. Uh, it's gross. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's high, October. It's high pitch. Yeah. But high pitch yeah. needs his uh, Chris Wilding. That's what they, they did say that. They're like, Chris could take care of him. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently. Yeah, but uh, uh, Howard said he'd never force that. But, what else uh, is there? Anything else on the list that we uh, we yeah. as far as what that what what uh, echoed for me this week were those things. Those were the things that kind of those were my reactive moments. You know, um, yeah. Uh, thank you to all those. We did get quite a few new subscribers in the past month, so I don't know if that's a bot or someone listening right now. Thank you very much. Or they're all just Chippewa fans. Ooh, he has many different many aliases. Chippewa, yes. The Chippewa fans. Well, the other thing I was going to say too is that once again, Howard uh, went after podcasters and and, uh, 
it was just yeah whatever well, okay wait 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 so we're gonna get into the commodore conspiracies no there's no commodore conspiracy <laughs> what i mean and robin's talking, talking about oh you know people people are now putting sound rooms in their houses and oh, they right. have these podcasts and they talk about the sound rooms now it's like i'm in the i'm in a closet in the basement you know i don't even have a sound room and you know, I'm a professional broadcaster. I had to go in and for the FCC and, you know, do a test for the, you know, whatever state license. And it's like, okay, boomer. <laughs> and, well, and trust me, there's no way any of these podcasts, and they were saying like, maybe I, it's like, well, why would people listen to me? They could listen to their neighbors next next door. And Robin's like, yeah. And they, they brag about their ignorance. Like, oh, I didn't even get out of third grade or whatever. And it's just, yeah. I don't know. Considering that Sirius XM app now for his show, I mean, it's mostly uh, we're able to listen to it as a podcast to a degree. You know, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, certainly, yeah. Uh, I that's the way I seven. that's the way I'd listen to it. I mean, but it's, honestly, but it's I, still it's still great. I mean, I don't think there's any reason. I don't, and he's just like downgrading radio as the whorehouse of media, and I disagree. I disagree a hundred percent. I I think. Great theater of the mind is is a gift bestowed to the best of the storytellers, and his storytelling about his life and and when he goes into things about his mother and about going to dinner early and these are all things he you know they're 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 repeated throughout you know you, you feel like you're taught you're on the phone with a friend of yours you know and you're like oh here he goes again and and he's got something funny to say about it and you know I don't know I, I he just. I don't know, maybe it's just calculated, but I know that um, I I I love it. I can't. I'm I'm disappointed that I think next week he's going to take it off. But I mean, maybe I'll be wrong. No, he is going to take off next week, right? I mean, I how did it work? Well, you're the one who's got the statistics. I do. He takes, he takes the week before or the week of Thanksgiving off, right? I. That's what I remember. That's what I, most people do. And I, sure. and I'm no um just talking to other people that there are like uh you know kids in school and stuff sure. that have the whole week off. And, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and you know how it works in New York is if right. school is off then the professionals have off too. Absolutely. In Absolutely. general that's the way it works and so that's how how that's probably more of a dictate of Howard's schedule than anything else. True. Um so next but, week there's 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 probably not going to be a show from us either, so I mean, well we'll see. We we shall see what happens. Um but uh yeah, uh, so w there was one thing that just popped into my mind, and maybe you can refresh me on this. This, I think it was the show with Dolly. There was a little bit of discussion. There was a uh, JD and John Blit thing, right? Peckin', Which, peckin duck, yeah. Peckin' duck. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> peckin' duck. That JD's family, because he looks Asian, that they're the ones who uh, created the dish. <laughs> that's, a, that's what he was going to possibly. And, and he's like, oh, come on. <laughs> My long talk. 
Don't go, don't give him any ideas. And also about how he's when he's recognized and him Ooh. treating fans and stuff like that. Commodore, if if you may indulge me for one second, I'm going to sure. bring back an old bit. Uh, hey, Rasan and Gary, this is Blue Jay here in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, we've been hearing a lot of great content from our pal JD the Badass Harmeyer. And I was wondering if you could pull out that clip with JD and his elusive, well spoken brother. Would love to hear that. Thanks, guys. Nice. Yeah, that's one I would love. I mean, I just it, I think when I was listening to that, the peck and duck thing and the I love dog, you know, I was yeah. just like, wait, remember JD's brother? It's like, like sounds normal and like is uh yeah. not yeah. And then his and his didn't his brother also go to full sale with JD? I think so. Yeah. yeah, they both went to full sale. Yeah, but he was probably too normal to to make a difference. In, yeah, his know. brother made himself a career doing something, and like he's married and it's like selling insurance somewhere. He's like got a normal life, and he talks like a normal human being. Yes. You no. Know? There so you go. Hopefully, so hopefully, hopefully the guys on on the other side will put that up for us. Well, well yeah, no, I, well, I made the work for you, Commodore. That's okay. I, that I have plenty of time. I have plenty of time. Well, you know, I, actually, I'm just curious because you might know this. Do you, do those other Howard haters, hanger honors, do has have any of them ever done an interview with the other Harmeyer? No, not that I've seen. It hasn't come up on my feed on YouTube. So, okay, I mean, well, I mean, I I, maybe we up. just gave them an idea. Because they're all listening. They, they, but, they, yeah, that's, but they all tune in only for the Chippewa bits. But that's, sure. that's, you know. <laughs> is, but, the, is there a lot of activity on the Chippewa Reddit page? I'm just yeah. wondering. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I need to put an alert for that. That's, yeah, you definitely do. All right, well. I think we've said it all. Thanks so much for listening. You can go to our link tree to find all our social media and clicking through to donate to our show at linktr dot backslash hs news and comment.